trying to taper it down better this time. Yeah. Remember last time I was like, Wah, and I just shut it off? Well, no, not like that. Not at all. <laughs> Do you remember anything? <laughs> yeah, I remember a lot of it. Oh. So, welcome back to the Dependa Podcast. I'm Kimberly Garner. And Bye. since people seem to like my husband better than me, he's back. <laughs> they were like, that was so good. And it was so, one person. No, there were like two and a half people. Yeah. So like half your audience. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If half the audience wants you back. <laughs> well, um, Also, it being close to the likeable. holiday. I don't know. Yeah. But being close to the holidays, it's hard to get anybody else. <laughs> Here we are. In the kitchen. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to do it again. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think you'd be sick of me. I don't know why. Well, (laughs) I'm not sick of you. Stop speaking now. Don't. No, I'm not sick of you. I just. Don't like you very much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm hoping for some improvements this time. Oh, you don't want me to interrupt you all the time? Yeah. We've got hand signals. So my one listener who did like you said the interruptions were fine, that it seemed to go with the flow. Yeah. Cause I'm a good listener and no, I just because shut I up and let you talk. I just did it because I interrupt you in real life. So, yeah, I know, but I think that's my personality. I just, I don't know. It, it frustrates me that most of the time that it, like other people will interrupt my sentence. Do you and know maybe why? I'm too, oh. I, well, I'll give you, I'll give you the answer. Okay. <laughs> it's that I allow it to happen. It's because you speak too slowly and you take a really long time to tell stories and you take too many pauses. You've done it three times already. I didn't Like that. Were... That was too long. You waited too long to respond. <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't know that you were counting. It's not counting. Ooh. I burped a little. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not that I'm counting. It's just like, I feel like I'm always in a hurry. I don't. Don't be in a hurry. Well, not for this in particular. Just think. But. Think about the things you say. Look. There, oh, wow. Well, there's there's this whole <laughs> thing that I was going to tell you about. Go ahead. It's, oh, good. Yeah. No, it's... Um, Wait. Well, we don't have to say... It's Shane. Shane's here again. Hi, I'm Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I, Go ahead. I did. It's LPTR. Did Listen, you, did pause, you? Oh. think, response. That's it. That, okay. that, but that doesn't go towards when you're speaking like you're speaking we're all looking at you and you're speaking and you speak slow no it does actually you're listening while you're speaking no you listen to the other i'm person. supposed to listen you think <laughs> you take a two-second pause mm-hmm. <laughs> listen pause think response <laughs> right so you listen uh-huh. you pause for two seconds mm-hmm. while you think and then you respond. That is that is something. Whose that, rule is this? It's it's a it's a larger rule. By who? That um, multiple people. No. You're yeah. No. Up. No. Oh, we'll do that. <laughs> but the thing is, is that is something that they tell you in like upper management classes Uh-oh. because the less you speak, the smarter you seem. Oh, I am in so much trouble. Well, if you're, <laughs> must if you're, people must be like, she's a real dumb dumb. Because if you only pick one thing to say mm-hmm. during the entire meeting, yeah, and it's and it hits home, well, everybody walks away going, that dude gets it. I feel Gal, like in a meeting, dude, right? business setting, sure. At my kitchen counter with a microphone with you, 
I don't well, feel like it's applicable. It's a big word for you. I know I got those all out without <laughs> messing it up. I was impressed with that. <laughs> I'm not. There's a lot of syllables in that, and I did it. Yeah, but. I don't know if you're if you're accustomed to doing that, then you're then you're. Are you just saying you're accustomed do to doing it? Oh, absolutely. I don't, yeah. like, I don't know. I just think you're dramatic and you tell long, slow stories. Well, it's because I forget words at times too. <laughs> well, yeah, I do that. Well, I I just want to keep talking. Find the perfect though. word. Yeah. The, well. Yeah. There I isn't know. a perfect word. So I promised people we're just going to jump right in. I don't know. I, I'm what? not a part of these threads where you. I know because you pay no attention to me on social media. No, I don't. I don't pay attention to social I sent media them to other myself. than reels that are funny. I said that I would read you some dependa posts that I found on both. Some of it's from the wives pages. Some of it's from the local pages. Some of it is from. <laughs> so there's wives pages, right? Mm -hmm. Which you're not a part of because you're not just a wife. Not. I mean, you. Yeah, but there's other people who aren't for binary. Yeah. What? We're not going there. Oh, good. Um, so there's all the wives pages, but then the crazy stuff happens on the wives pages and then people screenshot it. And then there's other pages that you send those screenshots to, but you have to hide your own identity because you'll get kicked out of the original wives pages. Are you tracking? Yeah, I am. So you screenshot in the wives page, you send it to these other pages and then they post it and everybody just makes fun of it. Like, one of them is called oh, it's like when you're crap tired about people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But honestly, yeah. Yeah. Well, and because the, all the rules and all the wise pages are no screenshots. Don't take anything out of this group, which is completely irrational on their part. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do about it? the worst they can do? Or the best they can do, best worst, is kick you out of the wives group. But, but there's 15 other ones. That. They didn't see that you screenshot it. Well, the. <laughs> They will if you <laughs> don't crop your name out of it. So, yeah. That was our ice machine. I heard that in our headphones. Yeah, I did too. It scares the crap out of me all the time. But anyway, so the, one of them's called, like, when you're tired of military spouses, but you are a military spouse. So there's that's always funny. Because pretty much everybody in the group is, there. it's an understanding that we're just coming in with a sense of humor and laughing. And sometimes... Like, people will come in thinking, oh, this was really cringy. Let's make fun of this post. And then they all light them up like, nah, that's fine. Like That's the problem. I avoid posts, posts rather, that are uh, cringy. It, like, as soon as I see a cringe moment, I just, meh, I just get out of it. Well, I don't know. This might be a disaster. It might be. Yeah. But like, this is the stuff. So, they, they post anonymously, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this could go down so many roads. But this one was... This has been weighing heavy on me, and I just need some advice. <laughs> Never good. I am a mother of three and love my kids more than anything. Lately, I'm having baby fever. Side note, the client asked me today because I had a twin smash cake session. Yeah. And um, she was like, D you must just get so much baby fever. I'm like, I do not. No. <laughs> I do no. not. I want you to take your baby with you when you leave. I like snuggle on. And I like talking to them and I like, you're I in love grandparents them. Mode yeah. yeah. She said, you're like an aunt. I'm like, yep, yep. exactly. Exactly. I'm yeah. going to give your baby cake and then send them home hyper with you. I'm there with you. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she's, my husband is happy with three. I'm currently off my birth control, even though my husband thinks I am on what? it. Yes. I feel guilty. Yeah, you should. Yeah. But it affects my body. <laughs> 
but it affects my body and I know I can handle another pregnancy and we we're fortunate to be able to afford a fourth. Should I tell him or be honest? Tell him, wait, should I tell him and be honest or, I mean like those are the same thing, but all right, or keep it to myself. So you can imagine how that thread went. But, but, a lot, but a lot of people in there were like, if it was, if the roles were reversed, and I think it's a process. Like if, if I were to lie about my, me having a vasectomy, well, right? Yes. Yeah. Or right. when guys poke holes in condoms. <laughs> yeah. I've not, I don't I'm, know. I'm worried about gas station condoms because they like, somebody would go in and poke holes Do in Do people it. buy condoms at gas stations? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, oh, that's the I most, mean, con- it's a convenience store. It's the most convenient place to buy everything, right? I guess. Yeah. I feel like it'd be more expensive there. <laughs> Who cares? It's convenience. <laughs> You're trying. I'm like looking for a coupon for the condoms. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's a okay. woman's perspective. A, like, uh, why would I coupon ever? Coupon code. I need condoms. I grab condoms regardless of the price. That's fair enough. Yeah. But isn't that terrible? So it, I'm, I mean, you understand why she wrote it anonymously, but. But you wonder what she, like. What's the motivation behind all of it? I don't know what the point of the post is. Like, I feel like, you know, it's a dirtbag move. You really needed to make a post to like have people confirm that you're a dirtbag well, for doing it. And the other assumption is that she doesn't know she's a dirtbag. Oh, well, now she does. <laughs> well, Because <yeah. laughs> they said so. Good. Good for her. Or good for them, rather. Yeah. This one, I feel like the person posted it. They, they used their name. But I can't tell if it's trolling or not, but it was sort of funny anyway. But she was like, hey, I'm new here. So I always knew I was destined to be a military wife. I feel like I messed up Destin. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a troll, right? Not not the place, but the... the No doubt about it. I keep moving to different bases with no luck. This has got to be a troll. I've tried single guys at army bases, Navy, Marine, (laughs) etc. You get the picture. I've dated more guys than I can count, but they all just want to rush into marriage. Try care. B-A-H? Yeah. I don't know what the benefit of oh, wait, dating military so. guys. While free insurance and housing is grading, I am like tripping over myself. And housing is great and all. I'm trying to find someone special. <laughs> I've been trying so hard to find my special officer or oh above. Oh, my gosh. So I don't even know, like, there's either officer or not. So to say special officer or above, like what would be above? You're looking to hook up with the vice no, president? No, they're looking like, for know. a higher officer. That's it. They're That's just not how she stupid. worded it. But yeah, anyway. but she said that. Oh, why are they so hard to find? That's what she said. I need someone well-established to be able to take care of me. I'm not high maintenance, but I do enjoy the occasional shopping spree to buy hot red... Oh, I'm not even reading. Yeah, this is true. Ah! Occasional troll. pedicure. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. But here's the reason. But isn't that funny? No. They just, it, it is funny. Well, yeah. Because you read it. You read enough of it. All those troll ones. There's a guy in there. They call him Billy, too. He he, 100% trolls. But he will word it so well that you're like, what? Is he what? a spouse? I don't know. I think he, he might be an admin of the page. I, oh. haven't, I haven't researched that. But here's the thing. Seriously. Like, I was watching a video earlier. It's... Okay, determine how successful you're going to be. Are you talking and, about the officer she's trying to marry? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's a a person who has a complete family, uh-huh. goes to a, uh, it's not an Ivy League school, but, you know, like the Citadel, the... Uh-huh. Um, West Point. West Point, yeah. all those things. Um, the Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. 
those dudes don't want that. They probably got a sweetheart out of oh out yeah, of high usually school. yeah you yeah can't yeah. Find an officer. No, no, I know a few West Point grads, and and it was yeah, it was girls they had known. But prior. even a college graduate, like they got that out of their system. They're not looking yes. for a person right to hook up with. Your target audience is the I mean, nineteen-year-old guy who the problem with that is has a Corvette like, with thirty-two percent interest. What's the current generation of like I'm not sure nineteen Gen Z? I'm not sure. Oh, gosh, we're I don't know which stupid. gen we're. I don't know what generation we are technically. That's we're like debate. right on the line too, because I feel like it's eighty-one yeah. or yeah, two. It was or eighty eighty-one, and you were Gen X, and then everything beyond. You're a millennial, Ugh. eighty-two. Yeah. But I think the thing is, is you see a lot of posts right now about being thirty and <laughs> yeah. not having. A significant other, right? And mm, you'll never mm-hmm. do it. I mean, we have a friend who's that dude. Yeah, it's a fun. Yeah, I don't know why. What that? Well, it's idiocracy just coming true. People waiting longer to have babies, and then except for the people who shouldn't be having a million babies. Yeah. yeah. So the ones who are like nineteen and pop out seven, it's it's just idiocracy come true. I mean, we waited. We were twenty and twenty one when we got married. Why'd we wait so long? Because we wanted something different, and we didn't take advantage of it. It's one of my biggest regrets. I know, twenty-one more vacations. Twenty-one to twenty-seven without any children. It's perspective, right? But we were more broke too, and so I, I was think, a little more. I think like, you were a little bit more um, indoctrinated had, by your parents. At that pff, time. They're going to listen to this. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, like I your parents have made. Yeah, but your parents have made us. Benef- well, no, yeah, in the long run, it helps. You That's take the care thing. of the finances, right? Yeah. So everything your parents taught you that my parents didn't teach me because they didn't know to begin with has mm-hmm. made sure that we're right. in the state mm-hmm. that we're in, which is better than good. Yeah, that's true. But all of that Advice to wives. killed. Killed. Control the finances. <laughs> well, I'm gone like six well, that, months out of every year. That's true, and I and actually, half. I am a little dumbfounded by those posts sometimes because... They'll be like, he deployed, and now he wants to divorce me, and he's moved his money, and you know I can't buy diapers. And I'm I'm talking about like these got to be young people because and it's always like young kids and stuff too. And I'm just like, dude, you need to have more of a say in some of that. Like, what there only needs to be one cook in the kitchen. There's no doubt about that. But like, it would. I just can't fathom being in the position that some of them are in because it would be terrible. And I don't understand the dudes doing it. And I don't understand why sometimes commands don't do it. Like the wives will be like, I told them they didn't do anything about it. I feel like somebody should do something about that. Well, I think it's they're they're overburdened by probably more than one. And they're trying to do it from, you know, 3000 miles away. Yeah. And trying to do all that. But I mean, that's that's being gracious to those people. And it's also being gracious to the wife who mm-hmm. probably didn't have the balls to walk up, you know, ovaries and balls. To walk up what? and oh ovaries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to 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 call the command. Well th- th- there's always those posts too, like it's my also husband. social media trolls. Mm, Just looking for I attention. wish they were trolls, but I don't think they are in a lot of cases. 
unfortunately, because I know too many of the people personally, not, they don't, they're not the types to make posts, but I think the young wives are the ones who are usually making the posts. The older wives are like, nah, I'm coming for you and they know how to do it. <laughs> and they got friends that will help. It's the young ones who I think don't know better, but yeah. Sucks. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think we're fortunate. Yeah. We're fortunate that your parents taught you everything they taught you and then in turn, you taught me everything they were all harped because I wasn't, I wasn't frugal. I, I wasn't no, responsible. I, I, have to I say, wasn't everything. You, you brought my credit score up. I'm <laughs> extremely grateful for online banking now because when we banking. got married, banking, because when we got married and I had to balance a checkbook and you would not save a receipt to save your, <laughs> it made me, so I would, I used to call, you probably don't even know that I did this. I used to call the bank and then you'd have to listen to the automated thing and it would go down every single transaction and I'd have to write them down to make sure we didn't bounce anything because you wouldn't keep receipts. I didn't really know. No, you I've did never, know. I told you, keep the receipts. I yeah, even gave I you envelopes. You just ignored me. But it's all what you're accustomed to. No. I was, uh, well, here, here's the thing. I was dumb. Yeah. Young. Yeah. I was young and dumb. And I had no, I mean, there's so many I regrets. Agree. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many regrets about beyond finances, about me being just a child when we got together. Because I had no, I, I don't, that's that's wrong. I didn't have no adult example. I, right. I had like three or four, mm-hmm. but they weren't immediate. You know, they well, weren't Well, and you are just like super young. Well, I mean, I mean, 21, I mean, that's young. Yeah. We'll use that as an excuse. I'll say that. You've done better. Oh, yeah. 100%. (laughs) Don't save receipts for nothing, though. No, nobody does now. The the, the, uh, atmosphere is acclimated Uh around me, right? Well, it's funny when we sold the truck and that kid wrote you a check, which... Oh, dude. I I feel like I'll regret that. Secrets out. So Shane took a check, (laughs) a personal check, from someone when we sold them a vehicle. And I was like, what? Why would you do that? Like, you can't do that. What if it bounces? Whatever. But he, he like a- he goes, he was nice. And he wrote it down in his little ledger. And I'm like, if he wrote it down in his ledger, he's probably legit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in that. Oh, well, I just, well, like, I-, I probably had the thought. But I was like, meh. Yeah. And then it's funny because then we, we sold another vehicle recently. And I think they were a little paranoid. But it was like, we did everything through Navy Federal. Like, there was no way any of us... It, it it was fine. There was a paper trail, right? Yeah, like a significant paper trail. But anyway, moving on. I have another one for you, and this will lead into other things, which kind of make me laugh. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. So somebody, it says, stolen from another group. Military wife Walmart rant. Walmart of Camden. I don't even know where that is. Has some poor, she said, but. Well, she didn't say but, but poor taste. When you walk into the door, there's a display of elves on the (laughs) elf (laughs) shelves for sale, which is a tradition that me and my family do just about every Christmas. Well, my daughter sees the display and starts asking questions and thought the elf, uh, she's words this poor, thought the elf on the shelf came from the North Pole. And I was like, sweetie, sometimes they come from Walmart. And then she starts asking why Walmart? And this kid is just too smart for her own good. So I ended up telling her Santa isn't real. And now she's extremely <laughs> upset and I'm distraught. Thank you, Walmart, for ruining Christmas for my family. I went to, co- <laughs> I got 
don't know if this is real. I went to the customer service department and they basically told me there's nothing they can do. Nothing you can they do. Can't put a take down. On the magic. She said, take down the effing display, you a-holes. <laughs> it's, it's safe to assume I will not be back to Walmart anytime soon. That is the dumbest thing ever. I know. We never did the elf on the shelf. No, we didn't. I don't. I, 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 I'm barely covering Santa. Oh, no. I'm, if you're listening to this right now with children, turn stop. it off because yeah. we're going to ruin the magic for you, just like Walmart and Camden did. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've tried to take away the magic every single year because I, I don't want my child being the one in seventh grade. I know. She still knows. believing in you told Santa. She, yeah. No, I, I, it was, she still it was wrote, heartbreaking. She still wrote a note, though. I think like she writes for everybody else because she's super people pleasing. No, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That might be. Unfortunately, she's me, and it makes me sad that she's going to do all these things to help other people. She (laughs) might not help herself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, No, she's she's going to. I hope so. I hope that you counterbalance like this. Dumb what? things that I've done. What do you done. mean, me counterbalance the you're, people pleasing because I'm not a people pleaser? Oh, no, you're not. Not even close. I am. No, you're not. You're too candid. I care what people think. Not to the point sort of. of making an effort. Uh, oh, what is that supposed to mean? You have. I just know so- what I know and I'm confident in what I think. And I just, well, this is the thing. If I know I'm right, like black and white right. I'm genuinely not worried about it, what people think, because I just know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many points where I'm like, hey, let's, you know, go the extra mile. And you're like, nope, that's it. That's all they need. That's 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 it. They shouldn't expect any more. And if they do, you know, well, they're stupid. That's because you're people pleasing. And I know what people's genuine expectations are for things. No, I want you to moderate me. I, I can see to that most of the time because I do go above and beyond be, and try to do all these. Yeah. And I'm like, no, things, it's too right? much. Nobody cares. It's like when you go to a wedding and people worry about things like the food and it being expensive or things looking really, well, really you're pretty. You're taking it to an extreme, yeah. No, I'm not. Because what my point is, or like even when we throw a party here, like you've gotten in fights with me because I'm like, we're going to have hot dogs. And you're like, oh, that's embarrassing. And I'm like, nobody cares. They're here to drink beer and eat food. Nobody cares if it's a hot dog. People freaking love hot dogs. I love a hot dog. <laughs> I don't love a hot dog. That's well, you don't like a hot dog, yeah, but that doesn't I mean don't. other people don't like hot dogs. Yeah, I know, but you're you're telling me to fight my own like. No, it's not that we can have more than hot dogs, but it's that it doesn't have to be fancy. Typically, in most of those social situations, people just want something to munch on. They don't really care if it's a like ribeye. They just want like meatballs and cheese. They don't really care. That's my. Thing. It hurt my soul. <laughs> when this this last event we had. Oh. And you're like, yeah, we'll just get Zagsby's. And I'm like, yeah, bro. And it was perfect. It was. It was. Yeah. People don't care. They're standing around socializing. They want something to eat. The Zagsby's is good. And I even ordered the perfect amount. It was That's true. Glorious. To give you guys insight, it's like it was a funeral. It was a wake. Well, it, it was not. It was not. It wasn't a wake. It was a gathering because a wake wasn't really justified. like Or appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Appropriate. So it was just a gathering of people to right, relatives to like, and friends to fellowship and talk and get, you know, catch up and yeah. talk about things. But the the fact that we were doing it, we we weren't doing it in the funeral home. No. Which I agreed with. Yeah. 
and I got agreements. Well, initially the you didn't even want food. And I'm like, no, there's always food at these things. And I thought, well, is that a Northern thing? And then I asked the Southern people and they're like, no, that's a thing here too. <laughs> yeah. I just never experienced it. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, well, it, it just is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always, whenever there was a funeral, there was always like the church ladies cooking ham and turkey sandwiches. And it was always oh, like that. It was I not, wish. Yeah. but it, but it, it typically was very simple food. It's nothing well you know those potatoes they make all the time the cheesy potatoes mm -hmm. those are literally called funeral potatoes because yeah. people commonly make them for well for potlucks up north yeah. i've i've never heard that yeah so when you when you order like sandwiches and mm -hmm. somebody brings a cooler full of assorted colas and all that <laughs> other stuff like I, I i fought the fought the urge to say Cokes. coke mm -hmm. yeah but yeah. It just seemed a little no, it's trailer it, parky to me. Well, we are not exactly. <laughs> You're not from a trailer park. No. I've actually lived in one. No, I've never lived in a trailer. Rode my big big wheel around that entire complex. Best Side note, remember that life. song when I first, <laughs> when I, I don't even know if we were married yet, but you used to listen to a song and it was called Butt Naked on a Big Wheel. Yeah, it was from a... It, if you're ever curious, you want, <laughs> you, want look it up. you just want some sunshine I, in your life, <laughs> look up Smut Peddlers. I feel like. Completely wholesome band. Don't look it up, Dad. Um, you won't be impressed. No, your dad shouldn't look this up. No. Um, butt naked on a big wheel. Feel, feel the, the wind between my thighs or something yeah, Oh, like yeah. It's, it's yeah. great. I mentioned it at work. No, it was Casey that played it all the time. Yeah. Casey, but man. I mentioned it at work and, like, nobody had heard of it. And well, I'm like, nobody's heard of it up. because it it's was from... Obscure. <laughs> it was from... Um, gosh. Uh, uh, Jackass. Before... Oh. It, yeah, so can't Jackass... Can't Kill Yourself. Yes. Can't Kill Yourself before Jackass became a thing. Yeah. They did a, like, VHS called Can't Kill Yourself <laughs> 3000. They were just and, trying to kill themselves over and, and over. One of the, one? Yeah, and one of the punk bands that was on it was Smut I Pillars. wonder who changed it to Jackass. If MTV picked it up and were like, yeah, we can't call it that. And they just changed the name. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it was a great song. Casey, Casey <laughs> it was played catchy. it all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. stupid, but yeah, catchy. Yeah. No, I just laughed at our kids' um, Santa letters. Be well, Harrison's just like a list. He's very straight to the point. I think he Where does did put... You go with that? How did you get to... Because we're talking about the elf on the shelf in Walmart. Oh, my gosh. And the magic of Santa. Yeah. I, can't, I, I brought it back around. Yeah. Travis, good job. Proud. Um, I just laughed because I didn't read Harper's letter because, you know, I know she's just writing it to write it. But then I did read Juniper's the other day. I told them I took pictures. On the, she's on the fence. Like Oh, I, I don't told, think she totally believes. No, I've told her. She didn't believe in she the tooth fairy on the, at like the tooth fairy. Yeah. Tooth fairy. At like what four? What, three? Yeah. Three, four? She was like she, <laughs> I have a video of her and she was like and she randomly brought it up. She said, I don't think I believe in the tooth fairy. And I was like, What do you mean? And this is exactly her voice saying it. She's like those inflections and stuff. She's like, I don't know. I just, I don't really think I believe that like a girl with wings comes in and like <laughs> takes your tooth and leaves money. And I was like, well, who is leaving that money for your sister? And she wasn't old enough to lose teeth yet. No. So I don't even know why she was thinking about it, but she was probably mad that Harper got money or something. But she was like, <laughs> 
I just don't think that that happens. And I'm, and I said, well, who do you think is doing it? And she was like, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like one of my favorite quotes from her. Cause she was it's so little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was so little. And she was like, I do not know. What'd she say about Jesus though? That was the funniest thing to oh. me. Because we were driving back from church. She's like, I don't know about this old Jesus dying and coming back to life thing. <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, I don't know. It just she's, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she's a critical thinker. She is, a critical. she is. And then the latest has been, so if Jesus is the son of God, and I'm like, uh-huh. And she was like, where did God come from? Who's his dad? <laughs> I was like, oh, go ask your dad. Yeah. <laughs> She's not asked me yet. And then some people were like, here's some Bible verses to like help explain. I said, she's not going to accept that. Like that's not going to be solid enough evidence for her. So she's always going to be a questioner, but it's fine. That's good. I've got books for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. I don't know. Like we've always said she was either going to like be a lawyer or go to prison because she'll (laughs) knock somebody out. She'll just, I like, I, genuinely <laughs> i feel she's like got, she holds she's got back a streak of anger yeah yeah like i feel like she wants to slap a few people on on the daily but her note her was note the greatest. oh her note is the most precious thing ever yeah. it's like dear santa if it's not too much trouble you know blah 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 i mean like if you're not busy it's all very like sweet and then harper's is very similar harrison's like this is the list of games i would like <laughs> <laughs> well. good luck finding them because they're all like 10 Obscure. years old and weird and yeah. random. Yeah, it was funny. But I just thought their letters were so, like, sweet. And then Harrison, um, if you're new here, <laughs> Harrison's on the spectrum, our oldest. Um, and so he perseverates on things. They always make it fun of me at work for saying perseverate. It's such a really? good word, though. Yeah. You don't? Oh. I, use, I, I probably say it a lot. I was about to say you don't have work, but you do. I do have one. <laughs> you do. Stop it. <laughs> it's a unique job. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he's perseverating, and he kept saying, I'm a good boy. I'm a nice boy. I'm on the nice list. Like he was very, And it seemed to kick up around, like, after Thanksgiving, I feel like. Yeah. Like he, it's like Black Friday hit, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got to be good. And he was even doing it at school, and they were, like, weirded out. They're like, we haven't yelled at it. We don't know what's wrong, you know. I'm like, I don't know. Well, then when he started saying the nice thing, I was like, maybe it's just around Christmas. Like, hopefully it's not something that he's genuinely stressed about and will continue to be stressed about. And that it's just, he's worried about getting Christmas. (laughs) He's just worried. Anyway, so he um, has been worried about it. So Harper, our middle, was it Harper? Yeah, Harper did it. Harper and Juniper. Well, yeah, they collaborated. And they wrote him a note from Santa and they even like put it outside the door, pretended like it came, and then called him down and said Santa had a, you know, and it it said explicitly, you are on the nice list. And I actually do think he's calmed down about it a little bit. Yes. Instead of saying it 150,000 times a day, it's like 150. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so he, um, but I'm just like, you know, like I always see people and they'll brag on their kids' grades and they brag on like, you know, and I think having Harrison first and him not meeting milestones the way you normally would. So it was like we always just had to be, you know, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit kind of thing. So, like, we were always just happy when he, like, potty trained or when he finally said something or when he finally was using the pecs, you know, mm-hmm. the, the pictures to, to let you know. No, um, picture exchange. No, 
You didn't get any of that right. <laughs> Picture enabled communication. Picture exchange. Yep. System. But I don't know where the That's C comes PECS. in. Yeah, it's PEX. P-E-C-S. Where's your C? Where's your C? <laughs> Sitting right across from me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, well, you're good. a real D, okay? <laughs> but anyway, oh. it's like there were all those things. We're funny. <laughs> I crack myself up. No, you crack yourself up. I know. Yeah. It's fine. As long as somebody's laughing. But anyway, so because we had to sort of lower our expectations for things all along, um, <laughs> I just don't worry. But I don't know. And also, there's the internet. And so, like, when Harper and Juniper are really stressing about their math, and I'm just like, you need to learn uh, this for now. I think you went off the tangent. You'll yeah. use a calculator later. No, my uh, point is started. that people always brag about their kids being yeah. smart. And I'm like, I don't need them to be super no, smart. Yeah, I need them okay. to be kind. And they are. And so no, they can they, move out now. They're more than kind. <laughs> We're done here. They're more than kind. They're yeah. compassionate. Yes. They're that, that is one of the biggest things. Like if I, if I told the one story that like was the key like indicator that Harper is compassionate. Mm. I probably cry. Okay, don't. Yeah, I won't. What story is it? It's when she me. no. It's when Maybe she, I can tell it without crying because I'm a robot. When she was in Wisconsin the last time, yeah, and she didn't want a bike, and we suggested, <gasps> oh. and we suggested, yeah, that maybe someone else will win a bike, even though she didn't, yeah. and she was tearing up. She was crying. I guess I won't cry. So it's yeah. no, I guess I won't cry. So, so it, it, it's this thing in this town where my parents live, and it's a small town, and they do one of the clubs there sponsors it or, or hosts it, and then mm -hmm. they get sponsors, and so they buy a bunch of bikes, and then every summer they give away the bikes, but it's like a lottery. So you have to yeah. show up, you get a ticket, you know, maybe it's 100 bikes, and maybe 200 could show up, whatever. Right. Actually, no, usually it's pretty good. It was 201 bikes, and there was 300 kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you it's pretty still pretty good odds. Yeah. Um, and so my niece has won a few times, and I feel like Juniper's one of... Juniper's won I twice. think Harper won one year. Or is it Juniper who's won? She's won both? twice. Yeah. Yeah, poor Harper. She's just going to have to get used to the bad luck. But, um, yeah, that she so she was luck. upset. Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> I did have good luck before. No, that's not true. I just had, like not bad, not good luck. I just had nothing, but she was, yeah, she was sad that she didn't win, but then she was oh, no. so good about, no. she, she was devastated that she wasn't winning. She was in tears yeah. that she knew that she wouldn't win. Yeah. And oh, then, cause all the big bikes were gone. So even if she won, it would be a no, little bike. It was too. before that. And so oh. we went and walked around to find any big bikes that would be available. Mm -hmm. And I said, Harper, if your number gets called, mm -hmm. you could give it to a, a, a smaller child. Yeah. And she turned, she turned the leaf. Yeah. She was happy. Yeah. She, I mean, she was crying, snot bubble crying. Ew. Like, yeah. But then soon as I said that, she was like, oh, oh you're right. Yeah. No, I she, can, I can, I can give this, I can give my ticket to another kid so they can go pick out a, bike mm -hmm. their size and be happy yeah i spent the rest of that festival trying not to cry <laughs> i put my sunglasses on because it made me so proud i know she's good she's a sweetheart she was charitable I, but i don't think it has anything to do with us if i'm being honest i feel like she was just born that way 
Yeah, no, that, I don't think we've I watched had video any, on that earlier. Yeah, what what nature versus nurture? Yeah, nature. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because like three kids, they're all kind of different. Yeah, I. Agree I mean, there's that. similarities in all of them, but I think the only thing that will, the only thing we've offered that will have an impact on them is a stable home. Oh, the rest you of stole it. The words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, the rest of it is like they're still gonna. They are who they are, and it is what it is. And like I have to caveat it because. There were stable sources in my life, right? But yeah. not there was Cherry. There but was but not Brad your primary. Karen, there was like Edith. There was there were so many people. Yeah, Debbie, Mark, all these people that were normal and did uh, just lived life and were uh, just normal. Yeah. yeah, and they were influences on my life, and I wanted to be that, and that's the only thing that influenced me to be who I am today. Yeah, but I get so excited. To talk about what our children will be with a know. normal home. Oh, yeah. The right, cycle broken. Har- yeah, because, yes, exactly. Well, your cycle, my cycle was fine. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think your cycle could be improved. <laughs> <laughs> you could be more motivated. Uncle. Oh, that way, yeah. yeah. My personal self, yes. But, but I don't I, think the way I am about things has anything to do with my parents because my brother's the opposite. We were raised in the same home. I think he has opposite motivations, but he's still the same. Mm. He wants to go to a place where he is living his best life with the least amount of effort possible. Well, that's true. Yeah. I but think, he did like go to school, join the Air Force. I mean, I joined the Navy and then quit before going. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there's sports he likes, so he actively will do them. I don't do that. He's well, competitive. I'm not. Yeah. No, but I mean, just in general, I just don't have a competitive nature about me. Yeah. I don't know, but I think it works against me, but it's fine. It does. I know. I criticize you for it. I know, but I don't know how to make it better. I don't really want to care that much harder about things though. It would be disappointing when you fail then. It's disappointing when anybody fails. I'd like to say that I think that's why. Well, I I don't need more disappointment in my life. (laughs) You have a great (laughs) life. What are you talking about? I know. Let's leave it that way. If I raise my expectations for myself, then I'll just be sad. Sadness. It's like iron sharpens iron, right? Like you need to go through hard times to make yourself the better person. Okay. Oh, dude. This goes straight into the punch. Oh, okay. We can talk about that. So now that Shane's done one podcast and I was like, I'm going to make you do another one. And by make, I mean, you're going to do it. And I'm super happy to do it. Because we talk too much and might as well put a microphone in front of us. But anyway, what was it? I don't even know what you, oh, it was a comedian. And he was like, the problem with people now is that too many of them have not been punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, basically at, at some point, I wish yeah. I could remember the comedian's name, but he's like at 18. Yeah. You get one free punch. Somebody gets to punch you in the face and you think they need to be able to return a punch too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never been punched. I've never, I've never, I've never been in a fight. I got put in a headlock once. I think that's a big in problem Nashville. with you. And I was like, do, do, do. <laughs> no, you got put in a head block in the, in Nashville. Yeah. And you were just laughing. Because it was and, funny. Yeah, I know. It was but it wasn't, it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't aggressive. No, it was he a was drunk just guy me. just like loving the tiny. way he could. Yeah. Yeah. I was, apparently it was a headlock. Our friend got aggressive. Or not aggressive, but he felt the need to do so. Well, I think he felt protective of me when you were like, nah, she's fine. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I was fine. 
fine. You're almost six foot tall. You're, you're, oh, I had a good five inches on that dude. He was a tiny little fireman there for a yeah or a EMS or something. I figured if he chokes me out, they know CPR. There was enough people around. It was fine. I know. I'm just not. I, I never want you to fight for me, like physically. I can always hold my own, even though I haven't been in a fight. No, you <laughs> yes, I can. Not. I can usually defuse it. A, a genuine fight. I can defuse. Yeah, maybe. I but just don't need, I've never, like, how have I gone 40 years without being punched or throwing a punch if I wasn't good at diffusing situations? You hid? Oh, I do hide in my door. <laughs> you hid. I've already told that story. Yeah, you did tell I that did story. I died too because I had just told that story and then I had shared pictures from Bethesda. <laughs> I think this is a critical point in your it's a in whole my development. In your no, it's a oh. hole in your theory about you being you know, like the oh, right. able to do. Well, I will say my younger years, I probably was not as capable because I didn't have the confidence to just you know like I like I was in a place with people I didn't know, and the girls came out of nowhere, and so I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Um, but it was funny because I had just told that story a few podcasts ago. But um, then I, there were some pictures from Bethesda, which the girl who was in that story, mm-hmm. I worked with at Bethesda. And I shared the pictures again in the memories or whatever and tagged her. And she said something and like referred back to that incident. And I laughed hysterically. So it awesome. was so funny. Because yeah. you sometimes this when it's... A- it's because you got to figure that, that was 20 some years ago. So many times. I question whether or not I remembered it correctly, but based on her comment, I do remember, <laughs> I do yeah. remember it correctly. And it was, it was not cute. But the thing so. is, is that, and you know, uh, she interrupted. Oh, sorry. yeah. The oh. thing is, is that <laughs> you're trying. <laughs> I Good tried job. real hard. Good job. Mm. You need to know that you're not indestructible. Like oh, you're, no, I your know I'm words, destructible. That's uh, why I lock the doors. I I, not you. Oh, when I say you, I mean people the, in general. The royal. <laughs> uh, what? Big Lebowski. Oh, the royal we. But anyways, oh. so <laughs> you need to know you, greater populace, are not indestructible. So like, that's why you need to get punched in the oh, face. Oh yeah. Oh, but it's twofold. Mm. You also need to know that you can survive one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not confident, and this is a new nose. I mean, not new, like recent. Yeah, but we can. But in the last, we can afford it. I don't want to do that. Well, yeah, because that's how you end up looking like Michael Jackson or that girl from Baywatch who snorted so much cocaine that her face fell apart. I don't look like that. I don't know. Too many nose jobs. Yeah, the brunette. She was pretty. Yeah, still don't know. Can't remember her name. But anyways, it's okay. So (laughs) it's a, it's a wider topic with like what the 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 whole knowing that you are knowing that you're um this you're you capable oh. of hitting getting hit and surviving like yeah that's a big thing because um well i'm was, confident i'd survive i just don't think it would feel very good right but it it changes your life it changes your life yes it does to get in a fight Yes, and to survive. Your life was changed by some of those high school fights you had. I think it's beneficial. That time you ran from the cops. All right, so. <laughs> when, oh, yeah. Life changed. But no, that was. I mean, it could I have mean, been changed for the negative if yeah. you got your butt busted. All right. Another you story would, for another time. But, uh, like, so there's there's a book, a book called um, Tribe by Sebastian Younger. Okay. And he's talking. It's a 
it's a three quarters of the book talks about culture and community and everything else. Yeah. And how, you know, like a person's maximum community can only be 150 people and we've gotten away from that and social media has gotten away, away from that. And, but at the end, it ends up being a book about PTSD. I encourage oh. every single person to read it because it's only 80 pages. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's an I awesome. I could write an 80-page book. Yeah. It's an awesome book. Right. But he talks about PTSD and he talks about people who are not combat arms, who mm-hmm. don't go out and shoot people mm-hmm. for a living. Yeah. Or in return, take bullets towards them. So they're sitting on a they're sitting on a, a camp and they never go out and like engage or see the enemy. Mm-hmm. And all they hear about is this impending doom. There's a mortar coming, there's a rocket coming, there's yeah. a bullet coming, whatever. And what he likens it to is you put in put a child into a room. Mm-hmm. And you lock the door. But before you lock the door, you say there's another door on that other side. And there's a monster on that other side. Mm -hmm. And if he gets through the door, he might hurt you. Mm -hmm. And dark room, sitting by yourself, you know, indiscriminate time. And this thing gnaws. Looming. Looming, right? Like gnaws, scratches at the door. And you think every single time this thing scratches at the door, your life is done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it opens the door, and it's something you can deal with. Oh. That's an infantry. Like it brings like, the, you, your mind made it bigger than it was, and then when you finally see it, you're like, right. oh, it's not that but bad. People who go through life being afraid of conflict because mm-hmm. they've never experienced it don't yeah. know that they are capable of going through it, mm-hmm. physical conflict, and surviving. Yeah. Right? So they they get these psychosis about, you know, being punched or physical contact or whatever. And it lends to PTSD and all these things because it, I'm, I'm doing a poor job explaining it, but in the military, a majority of the people who end up with PTSD mm-hmm. are not combat arms. Are they've, not never, guys, yeah. they've never fired a bullet. They've never engaged an enemy, fought, you know, fired a bullet right. back. But I, you know, I can tell you a story of a person who, you know, was sitting on top of a wall shooting at somebody or, well, preparing to shoot at somebody and almost got hit. And he leapt like it was his, uh, a reaction. Uh-huh. Like it just happened. The bullet hit. He f- jumped off the wall and then he ran up the wall <laughs> going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Cause he knew he was supposed to be up there. Yeah. And his squad leaders yelling at him and everything like that. Yeah. And he gets up there and then he fires. Yeah. And he realized at that point that not every bullet, not an engagement means the end of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, all this oh, stuff. Oh, not every engagement means the end of my yeah, life. Not yeah. Not everything, not a punch, not I everything. I know, but that unknown is a rough thing. Yeah, but to... you got to, but that's the point. You got to get punched. I don't like punched. things out of my control. Oh, well. You have to get, need, it's not But like, I've never been punched and I'm fine. I understand that. Oh. Am I? <laughs> that's, that's, I am. that's the point. You're okay. <laughs> you could I'll be better. I'll take okay. Yeah, but 
you would be better. Well, how would I benefit that, from being punched in the face? I think you would face more adversity. I think you would be less. I, I, I think it would I'm not broaden you your punch, perspective. I'm not going to let you punch me in the face. Well, no. I I'm sure there's that. a long line of people who'd like to, though. <laughs> but they have me blocked, so they won't hear this. But more importantly. Never have that opportunity. Your ability to punch back. I do punch back verbally. I think people who have big mouths have. It's, that's that saying. You got a. Mm. It's a alligator mouth and a mosquito butt. I. You, you, you know, <laughs> you can talk, but the moment like you, you get hit, no, I, I just changed it to mm. be, you know. Oh, yeah. appropriate. Yeah. So you got a big mouth. One fist, one punch will shut you up. No, it won't. Yes, it will. I'll just complain about it. Your mouth can't cash the check that your butt. No, you know, my, my body can't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cash my butt. Oh gosh, this is I can't cash my remember? body can't cash the checks my mouth has been writing. <laughs> That's basically. Good, yeah, sure. That's good enough. But yeah. we don't know. Maybe I'm a boxer and we just don't know no. it. I you're, could be. I got you're long a roly arms. poly. You're gonna <gasps> curl up. Oh, and roll on them. out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the door. <laughs> but the thing is, is that okay, yeah, get a punch. Like that that kid that jumped off the wall. He yeah. ran up the wall yeah. and he immediately started returning fire, uh. right? Just knowing that you have a semblance of control of the situation. One bullet doesn't mean immediate death and you have the ability to affect oh. it. So one punch doesn't mean death and you also have the ability I, to defend yourself. I feel like which, photography's done this for me a little bit. That's a, Hang with me. Oh, because yeah. Take it. I oftentimes you're in a less than ideal situation, like physically with lighting or location or like whatever, or the kids are uncooperative or the husband's an unhappy man or like whatever. And so I have to roll with things out of my control, even though my instinct is to a hundred percent control everything. And like, you just can't. And so being able to either, still do okay in a less than ideal situation. Like that's what I always laugh about. Like we get new photographers or like people come in or like people are starting or whatever. And it's like, they'll make this post in one of the photography groups and they'll get all this attention for it. And I'm like, that's a styled shoot. Those are two people who look like models in beautiful clothing and in ideal light. And like, the easiest, like you couldn't get a bad shot in that situation unless you genuinely have absolutely no clue, clue what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And there's some photographers that only shoot that stuff. They only shoot styled shoots and then try to sell themselves for weddings or like whatever, couple shoots, boudoir, um, based on a portfolio full of just ideal situations. And so like I have had to roll with some punches. Now, granted, I'm not like left homeless or punched in the face right. or like genuine life changing horrible no, situations but that. i can roll with punches yeah. i've been a military wife for all these years like you move me randomly every couple years or you, your you, fr you the army. 
them mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Or my friends move and I have to make new ones or, you know, like there's, I've had enough, like less than ideal situations that I've had to still thrive in and I do all right. Well, yeah. Adapt. I'm pretty, I, I uh, think communicates. I, I think it, I'm not resilient the way you're resilient, but I do. Okay. <laughs> well, to, I'm average to bring it back. Which like, I'm fine with. I think I am excited to see where our children succeed because they've had a stable background as opposed to mine. It's not going to be in math or science. Not with Juniper. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, good at math. Exactly. So, anyways, the problem is that do they have enough adversity in controlled environments? I think I tr- military kids do in general just because of the nature of the – I'm telling you, you cannot tell me – that a kid who moves every three years and has to make new friends every time, whose one parent, maybe two, leaves for long periods of time and then comes back, and then they deal with the other parent who's left behind and whatever their attitude might be, because I'm sure mine's not always great, mm-hmm. is not more resilient than a kid who is born and raised in the town with their grandparents, their cousins, their it's, it's almost ignorance, aunts, their right? uncles, their friends are the same people they've known since kindergarten. Like that is a, it, there's nothing wrong with it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it, but you can't say that well, like ideal, a kid, almost. it is ideal, yeah. but you can't say that a kid who like military kids are a different breed because they have to be. It just like, I think me moving, cause I know I was a military brat. And then we moved back to a town where nobody left (laughs) and they've literally all known each other since kindergarten. And I was a weirdo coming in and I'd lived in Okinawa, Japan. Half those kids probably never even heard of Okinawa. Yeah. Um, I lived in Virginia, which was near DC. Those kids have never been to Washington, DC. What do you need? You got to pee? Yeah. You're that guy. I'm that guy. I can't talk to myself. I could talk to myself. What was I talking about? Oh, no, I can talk about coming back. You better pee fast. Run. That's not running. Don't slip and fall. Anyway, so when my dad was in the Marine Corps for 20 years, we moved around not in crazy amount. Like I know some people who, like some of the officers' wives I know, I swear they move like every two two years and I'm just like, I don't know how you do it. Um, We've been here for like six and it's been heaven. And so I think our kids have gotten a taste of stability that way. Um, and they've always had like my parents come and go, but back to where I was talking about myself. Um, when my dad got out of the Marine Corps, I was in sixth grade and then did you really pee that fast? That's impressive. Um, we came back and so it's middle school, sixth grade. That's rough anyway for all peoples. And then to come and like, it was weird because there were certain things I had or I knew of, and this is before the like internet was the internet. Um, like I had this little mini backpack that all the kids carry now. That was not a thing back then, but it was in Okinawa, probably European countries, different places in the world had Mm -hmm. it, but like for whatever reason, nobody had certainly not in Wisconsin. And so I had that and like, I just had different experiences, but they still looked at me like a weirdo, but I can just acclimate. Like I either talk if that's what's needed or I don't talk and I just go with the flow on things. And, and, and that I, I could have hope- been a hard situation if for a kid who's never, like you couldn't take a kid who's never ever moved before, move them in the middle of middle school and drive, like, and it was the middle of sixth grade. I had like mm-hmm. done a semester in Virginia and then we moved and then I did the, the second half. You have confidence that I don't have. It's and not I, confidence. And, uh, it's a don't give a crap. 
I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't okay. care. Well, yeah, let's... Because they have no... Gen- most things... The only time I care about, like, <laughs> people or feelings, I never want to hurt somebody's feelings. I, I never want to hurt somebody's feelings. I certainly don't want to hurt them. Uh, in t- and I would never intentionally hurt somebody's feelings. If I hurt your feelings, I promise you it was on accident. And I'm probably just a ditz and didn't notice. Say something to me. Um, because I, I can't apologize for what I d- didn't even know happened, you know. You're right. It's the knowing what to care about and what not to care about. That yeah, is a huge I care if thing. I hurt somebody's feelings. I do. Yeah. I don't care if I've done absolutely nothing and you just are a drunk. Like I just don't care. Right. But I, I talk about our I talk about it to our kids often. Like, okay. They're always worried about what other people's feelings and what they think. And I'm like, who cares? They're a jerk. (laughs) But the thing is, is you say that, but I, I come back to them and I go, okay, can you affect, can, can you care enough to change what's happening right now? No. Okay. What can you change? Well, Well, I can do this better. uh, Okay. How can you do that better? Well, I can do this. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Stop worrying about the thing that you can't change. It's a well, it's the and a majority of the time with the kids, though, prayer. it's the kids. Like Harper, sometimes will have somebody, and they're kind of snippy to her, and it hurts her feelings. Mm-hmm. And I, ha- I'm like, well, don't worry about it. Like, if she's got a problem, she can say so. Like, just getting attitude with me is not going to get a response that you want. I'll ignore you. <laughs> you have to be direct with me or I'm going to just pretend like I didn't hear it and I will carry on because those are your feelings. It's your job to tell me that you're having them. I can't read your mind. Yeah, be an adult, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just tell me, be like, yo, that hurt my feelings when you, I'd be like, I apologize. I didn't realize. <laughs> but again, it's not to confuse the situation even further, but it, it just like is confused. Anymore. Yeah. But it's just who people are. It, like how comfortable they are and all the way back to the original point is that I want our children to thrive and critically think in adversity. And I think they're too comfortable at times, at times. And your point is right. Your point is that they, they all, I think the whole generation of kids are, I think they don't know how to be bored. They don't know how to like, they think we're like, they had friends over. Was it yesterday? Mm. And they were over yeah. here for hours and they're playing house and they're playing school and they play beautifully together. They're not on their iPads. They're playing. Yeah. And then the second the friends leave, Juniper's like, oh, they just left and now I'm bored. And I'm like, I am not your clown. Like I'm not your entertainment. You need to go. You got an iPad. You have a television. You have the internet. You have dolls. You have blocks. You have crafts. You have all of the things. Go find something to do. Like I'm folding laundry. I'm still buried in laundry. And then Harrison barfed and now I've got more laundry <laughs> and I shouldn't even be sitting here recording this because I should be doing laundry, no. but here we are. So, yeah, no, I think our kids, I, I, kids are funny. I don't know what the generations, you know, what these kids will be like as adults because right. it's, so I don't know. It's weird. Where does it fall on us to do what? Where, where does it fall on not us, but parents to, I, to, to make sure a child develops enough of an imagination mm. to not be bored or do, no to combat boredom. Do you, um, do you have insecurities about parenting or like worry about it much? Like think about it. I think this is the topic that I worry about that we are. We so are, you do like randomly think like, Oh, there, there's a, there's, there's a culture of 
instant gratification, yeah. right? Where, I, don't, I don't worry about it. Is yeah. that weird? I feel, what if I'm a psycho? We've gone over this. No, you're not a psycho. You're I just, don't worry about it. Like, I know that I'm doing the best because there's mom guilt and there, uh-oh. Did you hear that? Yeah. You Here, go. You, go to, you do that. What are you going to talk about? I can pause it. Hold tight. All right, we're back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crisis averted. If you heard a weird noise. If you heard gagging, it was Harrison being sick again. Poor thing. Yeah, Kim said barfy earlier. And we, it was like it woke him up and he heard it. Um, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. And I suppose I could go back and edit no this. parenting. But I'm an underachiever, so I'm not going to. Yeah, just like parenting. I feel like I don't worry about things as much as I'm supposed to. Or like you always see like mom guilt posts. I don't actually have any mom guilt. I don't think I ever have. Like, I know I that you're. You at times. I know it's not bad. mom guilt. That's uh, you're, well. You're it's a just great like mom. it's life guilt. Like you could have. Done well, no, more. I have life guilt. I just don't have specific like mom guilt. Like no, in the when sense it comes of to photography, you're like, meh, I did it, and I like. No, like sure. you're you're satisfied with what you do most of the time. That's because you what are I'm nervous about what you think you've done, and then you go up and you edit and you're like, oh, I did really well compared to what I thought. And I try to encourage you, but in life, like the the well, like to the me, trajectory mom, of the business. You is, interrupted me I'm, this time. I'm sorry. The, <laughs> the I'm not talking of, about business. Yeah, I know, but no. the path of the business, like you're like, uh, I'm no, that's not I'm true. At. I think I do. Well, I don't, I try not to overly worry about it because I would go insane. Like I have a tendency to perseverate on things, you know, when I can't find my whatever and I tear the house apart and, you know, I think about it at three o'clock in the morning and then I can't go to sleep, you know, so I have a tendency to do those things. And I, I know that I'm doing, in all of my stuff, I'm doing the best I can with whatever's occurring. And so... I like, I, I just always know as long as I'm doing the best I can, that is the best I can do. And like with the kids and parenting and momming and stuff, like you're a good dad. If I want to leave for four days and go see my girlfriend, I go like, they're usually probably happy. They're sad. I'm leaving. And they, they're like, but I'll miss you. And what about this? And, and I'm like, you'll be fine. And they're fine. They probably have a better time left with my mom or you than they do with me anyway, because I don't do anything special with them because I'm here all the time. <laughs> like, mom. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah, you so much. I'm so Thank you so good. much for parenting your children. I'm such a good dad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so nice. But you're supposed to be. <laughs> I know. Well, that's. That's so, why you don't get a gold uh, sticker. Oh, man. Oh, you want to fight? Are we going to fight? No, Let's do we're it. not going to fight. Do it. Weave. I will verbally <laughs> punch you in the face. <laughs> and you can try to punch me back. We have had arguments But I can in the weave past, and dodge. But I'm not going to bring up those arguments. I'm going to bring up a recent thing where somebody wrote a um, an annual evaluation. Of I, you? No, not of uh, me. Oh. Of themselves. Because, oh, so which I, is weird. Why are people writing evaluations of themselves? I was going to say it. So... This person moved to my office. Yeah. And I wonder if the dog is drinking water right now and it sounds so loud to me. Can you hear it in your yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> Sorry, so, everybody. It's just dude. <laughs> yeah. He's thirsty. So a guy moved to my office and a month later he needed an an evaluation. Annual, an annual evaluation. And I turned to him, I'm like, Hey dude, I haven't known you for a year. <laughs> just Write what you think you've accomplished for a year. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can't shape these into things that 
highlight your talents and whatnot. And he wrote the most ridiculous thing. So <laughs> we're we're part of an airborne unit. Uh-huh. We're so that means that you go up Have into to be airborne. An, it, what, it means you go up into a plane, you jump out in a parachute, mm-hmm. and you land on With the ground. With a parachute, I doubt you're in the parachute. Yeah. I'd end up yeah. in the parachute just well, rolling through the sky. You got, you got <laughs> on your back. Yeah. Yeah. But um, one of the bullets he wrote was volunteered as a airborne paratrooper. I mean, dis- it's not really volunteer, though. Displayed courage. Oh. And I'm like, bro, you, don't get, that. you don't get an award for what you're supposed, supposed to, to do. do. Yeah, exactly. This is, and what's um, what's frustrating is I, like, redacted, like, you know, like black mm-hmm. marker. Yeah. Eight of the 15 potential bullets he had. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you can't put what you're supposed to do on here. Yeah. But I think people get proud. I think they see it as a resume, and so they're just making a list. In life, I think people are proud of doing what they're supposed to do, like being a good mother and oh, being I'm not present. Pre- no, I just and, burn, and, yeah. and mother is not the like. Yeah, no, no, I know parent. what you mean. You know what I mean? It's not the moms, it's the dads who changed one diaper. And I mean, like you see the TikToks and the the reels and stuff where it's like my husband will announce when he like unloaded the dishwasher kind of thing. And it, it's all a joke. And the reason it's a joke yeah. and a stereotype is because it's a little bit true yeah, in take, most cases. Like take part of your house and like. Yeah, but you didn't always are, care. I know, but I matured. We talked about this. Well, no, I, I'm not denying right? that, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying like my, my opinion on it has not changed though. I was pissed at you then when you weren't doing it. And now I'm not. I'm just mad at you for other things, but I'm not <laughs> mad at you for that particular thing. I am fully aware. And I tell people like they'll complain about their husbands. I'm like, nah, mine does the dishes more often than I do. And he cooks more than me more, you know, cause I enjoy cooking, I but I don't. The thing is, is that being a mom or a dad and doing the bare minimum things mm-hmm. in, I this, in this, in this culture, in this today's age, uh-huh. basically by being present. Yeah. Because they have things that occupy their minds and do all these things. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough. I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough adversity in people's lives to develop character. And oh yeah, well, but, but I, yeah, or resilience. I and and I, I'm afraid that our children. Well, okay. Here's I, something I, I read I, today. I, there are more thirty ahead. year olds. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are more thirty year olds living go. with parents yeah you know like somebody right. threw out a percentage which is probably fake because you can make that stuff up mm-hmm. uh and make the graph say exactly what you want but i mean i see it there's so many 30 year olds which we consider adults and they probably don't consider themselves adults now they do i don't know if you're living with your parents you probably don't consider well, yourself some an adult. just do it because it's cheap and their parents let them but I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't want to I live want on the outside, ch- but then I also see like, eh, if it's cheap. Imagine if our children. Well, one are, of them's living with us forever. But. Yeah, well, Harrison will. But imagine if Harper and Juniper mm-hmm. leave at 18, mm-hmm. go to college, yeah. and blaze their trail for lack of a better, you know, whatever. <laughs> they make their mark on life, and they establish themselves. Imagine 10 years from now how much better they'll be f- than their peers. If people nowadays are living with their parents until they're 30. 
Yeah, but maybe it's not that they're living with their parents they're until be, they're 30. Sometimes life happens they and they back move back in, in with yeah. their parents. Divorce, loss of job, COVID, I don't it's know. It's also the fact that they can't handle adversity. It's the first time that they've dealt with something. They're, have you heard of snowplow parenting? No. <sighs> Only helicopter. Yeah. Why is it always a, uh, a mechanical vehicle? Yeah. I don't know. But so we went from helicopter to snowplow, not we, the culture, snowplow. right? removing any obstacle oh. before they ever get to it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that is apparently prevalent, mm-hmm. and I, I see it, and I unfortunately, I think I have the urge to do it. I Like, we talked about it often enough where our parents let us go from sunup to sundown and never worried about us. Oh, yeah. And now your mom and myself all and worried, you are yeah. all worried about all of them. And I'm like, and I was in the woods. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody knew here. where we were. I was building tree forts, stepping yeah. on nails, pooping in creeks. I did not poop in the creeks. <laughs> yeah, we did it. I didn't and even I pee I put outside. a feather in it and let it flow down. Hey, it was a that's yeah. disgusting. Well, it wasn't just me. It was everybody. I hope you were, like, yeah. under 13 when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Close. I was very. You close. know what I want or don't want. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if I've said this before, but I don't want our girls to be too pretty. <laughs> I think that's first. I know, right? Well, no, no. I want them to be as pretty as they can be. I don't want them to think. I don't want them to know it entirely. No. I want them to have self confidence, not based on how they look. I. Because I had it without being cute. Yeah. And I also had to develop a personality because if you're just walking around being pretty and people just pay attention to you because you're pretty, you don't have to have a personality. Well, you know, when I was when I was a kid, I remember my uncles talking about ugly girls that could cook. You always marry a girl that <laughs> could cook, you know? Well, it's no, like, but she's gonna make your life happy. She might be a little chubby, but like I, and here's the thing. I like a girl that can cook. I don't and, cook. And but you like to cook, so I it's love fine. To cook. But it's true but, though, because like I, we joke about. I think people are going to be offended by my statement. The five, dude. And, yeah. The cat and the dog are fighting with each I, other. I, um, I think. <laughs> so you've had your electric cowboy experience, which is a local, uh, country western. Dancery. I don't even know if you call it country dancery. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a. I don't know what you'd call. It. Anyway, it's a hot, flamey mess. It's a disaster. It's awesome. People do the Cupid shuffle and dance to Copperhead. I mean, like, it's it's a people-watching extravaganza. And it's a good time if you're not being a judgy McJudgerson. Like, yeah. you just need to be able to go listen to the music, have fun, watch people. It's hilarious. But when I'm there with, like, a bunch of other girls, the boys do talk to us. And they talk to us more than they sometimes talk to those young girls. And I don't actually think you disagree that they're trying to get anywhere. I think we're the only ones who know how to have a conversation. I don't think that some of those 20-year-old girls can just shoot the crap. I, I'll they give don't. You, I'll give you Because I've talked to some of them. They're I'll give you the dum-dums. credit that they're looking for a person to talk, talk to. to. Yes. But they're also looking for yes, a cougar but they, to bag. No. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, they are. I ain't that cougar. No, because but they, men, but they, men I know, will I know conquest. you tell me this. I know you tell me this. Yeah, they don't make friends with people that they don't. Well, they're not trying to be my best friend. I think they're just trying no, to kill they're trying time. To be your temporary friend. No, they're trying to kill time to until they find the twenty-year-old who can't carry on a conversation. No. They take her home. No. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're killing time in between. Kimberly, what? One of them was from. <laughs> he was from. He was from Eight Mile, and he told me oh, yeah. he's like, you know, do you know who Eminem is? I'm like, listen, little boy. Oh. <laughs> 
I graduated in the year 2000. You don't know who Eminem is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than you grew up on 8 Mile. And, and isn't 8 Mile like a trailer park anyway? I don't know why it's, no, it's a road. somebody. Dude. <gasps> that was too much. Yeah, I won't snap. Yeah. Want snap? You want to snap? Oh, oh yeah. Don't snap to- at him. No, he's looking. He's making eye contact. Yeah. He's mad because the cat's not paying attention to him. Oh. At, or me. He's wagging, looking at me. He wants. I think we've gotten so far. We have too many pets. Yeah. Children. It's just a mess. So, but anyway, that's well, my no, theory. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> let's. So to wrap up that whole thing mm. is that I. I hope that they have. Oh. Our children, mm-hmm. Juniper and Harper, because they're the ones that are going to go out in the world and yeah. be on their own. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to critically think in the face of adversity. Uh-huh. And they also have the lack of people-pleasing skills that you do that you can understand. I said this the last time, figuring out what good enough is. Mm-hmm. You do that so well, and you go, well, it's, it's good enough. I've given the appropriate amount of effort. Everyone should be satisfied. And, and if not- they're not, I will fix it to the best of my ability. Right. But I want them to like know that without anybody else's input. I want them to be confident. And like... The, the jujitsu. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that did not last. Oh, that it broke my heart. Uh, my my heart, not really. But I put such a drama queen. I put Juniper <laughs> in jujitsu mm-hmm. because I wanted her to. Do you know why she agreed to it? Because she loves me. No, because she was people pleasing. Yeah, she would. She didn't really want to. But she came out and said no. So like she yeah. she eventually did, and I guess I should be proud of her for After that. Her- her complete breakdown, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, like, I wanted her to, it's a perfect environment where she has a controlled environment that's supervised by parents, that's supervised by a coach, mm-hmm. and it's a little hard, and she has to critically think under stress. Eventually, Yeah, but something like was, jujitsu, having somebody in your personal bubble that way, like, it's a weird thing because you're trying to teach them that they all need to keep their hands to themselves. And then you put them in a situation where you literally can't keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm sure I think unless the kid is wired a certain way, that's confusing. Like you could not, you could not put me in a, actually I've been in a wrestling situation. I've not been hit, but I've been wrestled by a wrestler when I was in high school. Yeah. But that wasn't like, that wasn't scary. No, it's not scary, but I'm, I wasn't like, it wasn't that fun to me. I don't like. I'm claustrophobic. Like we lost Harrison that one time at the adventure center or adventure science center in Nashville. Cause he went up a tube and I was like, Nope, <laughs> I'm not going up that tube. You probably went to fit up the tube. I would rather lose my child than go in a tube where my movements restricted and I can't breathe and I can't back up and I can't turn around. Like, no, not that's doing a good it. Thing. No, it's not a good thing. No, it's a, it's yeah. why when the apocalypse hits, I'm not going to survive the zombies <laughs> because I'm not going in a tunnel. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't want to go in a cave. People who scuba dive into a cave. Oh, bro. I don't want to be underwater. That's yeah, it is no. insanity. Why is that fun to you? I just saw a video of somebody and they're literally scuba diving. Is that scuba diving where you have to use the tank and stuff? That's snorkeling. Yeah. Where you can Scuba diving through caves that are underwater. I cannot, there isn't even an ounce of anything in my entire, you could put me in a submarine and I don't want to be there either. No. 
I don't know how those guys do it on the submarine. I'd have PTSD if you put me in a submarine and nothing happened. <laughs> you could put me in a submarine back to what in the nineties when right. I feel like Russia wasn't trying to kill us then, and I still still do not want to be in a submarine back to sebastian younger if you would have like been in a submarine and it would like dented inside just <gasps> a little bit nope. and you'd be like hey you don't know nope. this you'd happens. have to drug me and just and you get out lock me like, in a hey, room look, i survived no i don't think i'd have that <laughs> i think i'd break mentally and you'd have to medicate me for the rest of my life because i'm not i i don't enjoy no i don't think i am not enough yeah not enough for like a real trial (laughs) i'm okay in like day-to-day life i don't have any idea how i hit somebody back i mean i don't know i don't know or like recently this will freak you out now when you go out you're gonna be like real paranoid so is this something i don't know about i'm well no i mean it's not like it's not like something that's occurred to us oh but like somebody just made a post that their daughter who's like 18 was in the TJ Maxx and a man was, according to them, very clearly following the girl. And he kept like, like literally followed her all over the store and he kept trying to like make small talk with her. Well, she eventually left. I assume he didn't like, you know, she left and then told her mom and her mom's the one who made the post. And everybody in the comments was like, follow me around a store and I will scream at you so loud that, you know, and the mom was like, she's only 18. She didn't have the confidence to really do that or you know whatever instead she just kind of freaked out kept weaseling her way around the store trying to get away from him when she could have easily walked straight up to any employee and been like he will not stop following me and they would have immediately removed him and so like that's what i want is like you don't have to yell and scream but be confident enough to go that makes me uncomfortable i'm gonna go tell somebody and they're you know like this will be fixed well it's like the video i showed the girls the other day Remember that? With yeah, the, where the, the guy's the, like, hey, I'm going to go talk to your kid with this puppy and see if I can get him to leave with me. And yeah. Yeah. And I showed it to both girls and I'm like, you are allowed to, like, if you see Babe, this happening, if you have this happen, Do I need to remind you of the van story? <laughs> uh, after this. <laughs> okay. So if if you see this if, oh gosh, our kids are van. runners oh, yeah they're not yeah. they're they're not leaving no, with a okay, puppy and a guy no, but anyways yeah. but if that happens like recognize it and you're allowed to cuss like you're allowed to say everything <laughs> i don't know why cussing want. even ha- you because can yell and scream it doesn't have to be a cuss word because a child saying a cuss word yeah, draws attention draws attention yeah. right so you're allowed to say everything you've ever wanted to say and not want to say it, yeah scream it you know and that both of them laughed a little bit, but both of them gave a good response. Yeah, but like, I don't know if I've told this story before. So all of a sudden, we're like sitting in the house, oh, and it's in the so summer, crazy. so it's you know it was like it scared me so much. What? Yeah, yeah I know. Well, yeah, well, because she acted she, like she'd gotten hit by a car. Or no, something. it scared me because it sounded like a battering ram <laughs> hit our front door. <laughs> it's just Harper. So they were out playing, and they. Um, they were just out playing and, and I'm sure it was just Amazon delivery because I order things so much. The whole neighbor, I mean, like, you know, we live in a cul-de-sac. It's me and all the other, well, you we're go all back, buying all the Amazon. You got to go back to the school story. You well, got to, so, tell yeah. So the, so at school, some kids were sending or saying rumors that a white van was going around and kidnapping kids and Harper being the nice gullible person she is. <laughs> You know, she just took it whole cloth. Well, they're out in the cul-de-sac. Like made whole cloth up. No, 
No, she took it whole. Full, yeah, whole cloth. Like wholeheartedly. Sure. Why not? Where did the cloth come from? It's a saying. Okay. Anyways, so she took that and just put it right in her memory. And they're out in our cul-de-sac, which we appreciate so much because all the kids are out there playing, no cars coming and whatnot. Right. And an Amazon van. <laughs> it or, was like a white panel van, but it was yeah, an Amazon or, van. So but like an it Amazon doesn't say any. USPS, it had no identifying markers. Right, turns down the neighborhood. Harper. Mind looks, you, she didn't take her sister with her. She just bailed. <laughs> she didn't. She survived she, the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> she might, but yeah. She alone because she'd she run away. Turned to everybody and screamed, run. "Run!" Yeah. And then ran towards our house. Yeah, sobbing hysterically. No. Yeah. Well, well yeah, oh. probably. Yeah. Like so not bubble sobbing, right? And hit our front door <laughs> as hard as she possibly could, and then unlocked it. And or then opened it. It wasn't locked at the time. Then opened it and then came in and just started hysterically explaining it. But but, go ahead. By the time she got in, I think she realized it was stupid, and then was embarrassed. And so some of the crying was that she was embarrassed. And I was like, "Babe, like it's fine. Just go tell your friends. Like, sorry, I freaked out, and you just carry on. Like you have to accept it and have a sense of humor about it." No, she literally said, "I saw it." And I heard this rumor. And I immediately and I, freaked. And I freaked yeah. out. But then by the time I got here, I realized that it's probably not just. Uh, he was just bringing the mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel so stupid. Yeah. And, da, da, da. and yeah. I'm like, we're okay. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. But oh, it was. So I, I don't think they're the type to leave with the guy with the dog. They're runners and screamers. Right. Clearly. Back to your store story. They, they just need to be, again, critical thinkers in adversity. Like they need to hit a hard, hard circumstance and go clearly think this is the easiest way to solve this problem. Right. Go talk to somebody instead of being, instead of engaging a person in conversation that they feel like hinky about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I swear you're just making up words from Scooby-Doo. Scooby Doo, oh hinky, hinky. I've never heard that. I didn't really. I wasn't. A, I wasn't a huge Scooby Doo fan. It freaked me out. There were too many ghosts and stuff. But there's, there's I didn't watch them. with a mask. It was always an old man with a mask. It still scared me. I didn't like it. Are you? Oh, shut up! You watched that whole Watcher show, and you had to, you wouldn't go to bed. I fell asleep on the couch because you had to watch the last episode to make sure it wasn't a supernatural thing, and it was just an old man in no, a mask. It basically. was worse than that. Oh, we watched the first episode. <laughs> Yeah. There were eight. We watched eight in one night. I watched all eight we in order to, to make no. It was in order was, to be able to go to bed without freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to think about supernatural things coming out of my house and <sighs> turning on I, radios and things to yeah, scare me. That's true. So I needed to know that it was a human thing that they were trying to sabotage this person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a cattail. <laughs> her whole butt hitting the microphone because she's <laughs> obsessed with me yeah she just jumped from the chair and boom uh yeah no i think that they'll be fine i'm hungry i am too but i just i like should i have said a snack we should but the thing is is that i am confident that you will counteract your my Drama. My tendencies, right? Like the drama llama from, from my <laughs> drama llama genes. Yeah, yeah. The well, the maladjusted, yeah, nurture whatever mm-hmm. nature on on hope hope. Hopefully, it's not nature, right? Like 
mental illness and oh, yeah, no, and all that other stuff, that. right? Yeah. But like, I am so excited to see what our children will become in a healthy and happy home life. And hopefully that's what we've created and we're not just living under some, uh, well, my uncle cloud of just what he wrapped it up and oh. eat little bow. Are you going to cut a box? Oh. No. <laughs> um, well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, Not yet. So he, he said, cause so my family, mm-hmm. my, my grandfather has a, not a multitude of kids. He only has three. <laughs> He only has three biological children. Yes. But he has, you know, a bunch of stepchildren. And yes, yeah. Due to one thing or another, four four or five of them their lives have ended tragically. Yes. And my uncle said he was breaking the cycle. And how he was breaking the cycle was making sure that there was a home that his children could always come home or come to right there right. was there was a there was a stable environment and it it was perfect because i don't have that and he didn't have that with his dad right. in a, in a in a split home and everything else and all the craziness yeah. that went on and moving around whatnot yeah. he didn't have a, a fortress to come in from the storm right mm-hmm. and he said my only goal in life is to make sure my children can come home on the weekends and just hang and just out. Be. Yeah. And then they, that they want to. Oh yeah. yeah. That that's huge. Ours are totally going to want to. I We're going to be so. like, are you, you really, I want, don't, oh, don't you know other people? I want, no, I don't, I don't want <laughs> them to kidding. know other people. I want <laughs> them to come back and, I do. and like be with us on the weekends oh. and have grandbabies and, and play come Rummy back. cube. Oh yeah. 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 All the games. And then have like, I don't know. We only have two children are probably going to produce. So, Oh, I do have one in security, sort of. So maybe really. have like five grandchildren. You can't plan that for them. No, I'm saying maybe. Oh. I'm not planning it. I guess. But have oh. them all come back and mm-hmm. let's all, you know, have this big, happy like family thing. The only thing I've ever worried about is that we fight. <laughs> and that sometimes it's not like it's in front of them intentionally, but they hear... Like if you hurt my feelings or vice versa, we call each other out on it and then we have it out and then it is what it is. And I, you know, I think it's a great thing. Uh, well, I think, yeah, I, I, I'd be curious. I'm sure a psychologist or a psychiatrist would argue otherwise, but to me, I always perceive like my view of it was always like, I didn't really see my parents fight much. Um, I think they, my mom would lose it once in a while, which they'd go off in a separate room. Probably, but it wasn't like we we're dumb. I could still hear it. But my theory on it always was like them, especially for girls, them seeing you, a man, my husband, hurt my feelings or do or say something I don't like or whatever. It doesn't matter. And me say something about it. I don't, I don't not say something about it. I, you don't ever ask me like, well, what's the matter? And I go, I'm fine. And I'm not fine. Like I will be like, well, I made a list <laughs> and I color coded it and there's stickers, which, you know, I just hope it's not an unhealthy thing for them because that, you know, once in a while Harper, they'll look a little bit upset, but then I'm always like, listen, dad hurt my feelings and I needed to let him know. And we talked about it. We love each other and we're fine. Like you hurt your sister's feelings. You still love her. Right. And so we always talk it out. So I feel like if we were just fighting in front of them, 
or if it was violent or something like we're not cussing yeah, at each yeah. other and we're not throwing things and we're not, you know, too off the rails. Um, that hopefully they just learn to fight because it, it's, I mean, there's some people I, we know a few couples where they probably genuinely don't cu- like fight. Usually it's because the dude's like a saint <laughs> and you're just like, but I like, it's okay to fight. Like, I would not like you very much if we didn't like have it out once in a while, because it would be, I don't know. Not, it's not, it, I don't, it's not boring. It's but, not that it's boring, but like, if I have something I want to discuss or I want to say, like, I want to discuss and say it. I, and I'd like to have a whole conversation about it. And then when we're done, we'll move on to the next thing. But I don't know that it's, I hope that is of no, has no negative influence on them, but I, I, I don't think it will. No, I mean, so you have your conversation with them, but I, I always have my conversation with them and I say, if we didn't love each other we so wouldn't fight. much, we wouldn't, we wouldn't care to even say the, the things. The opposite of love is indifference. Yeah, if, 100%. Yeah. Right? It's, so I love you enough that I care to tell you yeah. where I think you're wrong. Because I want to like you. <laughs> this, so I want to tell you what you're doing that's making me not like you. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a bigger topic. Yeah. Because yeah. there's not enough, comp- people, people can... People are afraid of confrontation and they're like, yes. well, they, they don't, you know, I'm not going to say anything because it might, you know, hurt their feelings or so on and so forth, you know, but if you actually are sick son is walking, he's the house slamming right doors. Yeah. Um, somebody, the, this last deployment, mm-hmm. like it was a nugget of truth. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you actually care about this person's development and being like a better person, then say something. Yeah. If you don't, then don't. If say you anything. don't say anything, yeah, that it shows that you don't care. Yeah. So care enough to be confrontational. Yeah. Walk up to him and say, "Hey, this is where you're messing up," and he didn't say that, but he's like, <laughs> he's like, military terms. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you know, walk up to the guy and be like, "Hey, bro." You suck, and this is how. You suck, and this you is fix how. It this way, and then pat it with, "I want you to be better." You mean like a like what do they call it? A uh, NLP. Sandwich. A good bad. Sa- oh, it's. Uh, gosh, what does LP stand for? NLP, neuro linguistic programming. It's called. Oh, I thought it was a compliment, insult sandwich or something like that. It's it's a compliment, uh-huh. an insult, uh-huh. and a compliment. So you're not, like, they don't call it an insult. They call it a. Uh, critique i don't know yeah, but it's anyway. literally you walk up and you're like hey bro man you've been working so hard and you know if you did this one thing you know i think but you're amazing you know it's like <laughs> i if you did this one thing man your production crystal does up. this to me yeah she'll be like you did this wrong this wrong this wrong and then she'll be like but this one's amazing and i'm like okay <laughs> yeah yeah but you you begin on a high note intentionally. You begin on a high note. You end on a high note, and it kind of the middle's the camouflage. Note. Yeah, but you still improve them, right? Mm. the The thing is, is be a friend. If you're truly a friend, confront your friends on the things that you think are tearing them down. Yeah, and that's what we do in in our arguments. We her parents have had a problem with how much we've argued in the. They past. called us the Bickersons. Yeah. <laughs> But comparatively, uh, they didn't really argue. Like you said, yeah, they, they went into another room. It's, yeah. you know, 
But and we had it out in the middle. And right but that's probably a generational thing too. I'm sure that it, it used to be like yeah. you fight behind closed doors. You don't tell people. You don't do Look, whatever. I'm not saying that we have the key to success, but I no. agree with what we're doing that we show conflict resolution yeah. in a marriage, yeah. and that we love each other beyond it. And I tell our children, if we didn't love each other, we wouldn't say these things to maintain the relationship. We wouldn't stand up for ourselves and tell the other person they're wrong. When I see, this is random, but also related, when I see... I don't know if it's so related. You, it you might go be. off on such... When we're driving and there's a guy like in a really loud car, like he made the car loud or a truck or he's playing his music like obnoxiously loud, which you used to do, so it's funny. Oh, yeah. But... They'll like pull up next to us and then Juniper will be like, geez, his car is really, I'm like, don't ever date that guy. If, <laughs> if he has a very, it's just life skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's just advice from your mother. Don't date the guy who put an exhaust on his car to make it sound loud, but really it's a stupid car. But you did. I know, but I not, didn't know you did exhaust. it. Your car didn't even have power steering when I met you. Yeah, you also didn't have a driver's license. How far we've come. He's a rebel. <laughs> no, I tried driving that car once because you got busted without the license. And like with no power uh, steering, that's cutlass. really hard. It was a cut. You drove supreme. that thing like it was normal. Yeah, I know. And it was like not normal. <laughs> that is a hard way to well, drive. I don't know how you took turns or like, I don't know how you did anything. I don't know. If and how does the power knows. steering go out? Like, is it just a fluid it's you a fluid need to add? Yeah. So you literally could have added a fluid. Potentially. And had power steering. It's a potential. Yeah. I don't recall. You were a train mechanic person. You didn't know. I was trained. I wasn't a train mechanic. Okay. Yeah. I, I got the training. You act like you were a train mechanic when it comes in. No. Like when it benefits you and you're not a train mechanic when it does not benefit you. No. I succeeded and I graduated a course that taught me how to rebuild, build and rebuild 16-cylinder Cummings diesel I engines. I feel like they covered... Engines. engines. Feel, I feel like they covered steering, yeah. steering fluid. So at some point, I go, I should be able to figure this out. Yeah. And I also can claim that's been so long ago that I probably didn't I remember. Know. Yeah. I wrote it down. <laughs> that's not true. I didn't. <laughs> but... Yeah. I was that guy. I had a system. I know it blows I, no, my I mind. Had speaker, I had speakers in my car. Crazy. No, it did not. Oh, we that were, part I didn't care about the speakers. That's what I'm saying. Loud car. I know, we, but I'm telling them we, I didn't know better. We were driving, to, <laughs> but I do now. We were so. driving to. <laughs> we were driving to the uh, me to be a youth pastor while listening to Outcast. <laughs> yeah, but in you my didn't have like Supreme. special speakers. Yeah, with I know. No but previous power steering. Yeah. It was it was a so weird you got kicked out of that school. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't How get strange. kicked out. I quit. Oh, that's true. I did quit. You did quit. I got the last laugh. No, your mom actually got the last laugh because she went in there and tore it up. Did she? Yeah, she went in I there. I don't think I realized she, she physically went in there. Yeah, she went in there and talked she to him chewed about him the, a new butthole. Yeah, her the eyebrows were up, huh? Oh, yeah, that's good. When Betty Graham's puts her eyebrows up, you know it's going down. Yeah, I love your mom. You're in trouble. Yeah. I know. But I don't <sighs> know. seriously, at the what? end of the day, I think I think we're doing better than our best, and I think the comber, uh, the comber, the combination. Sure. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm worded out, but <laughs> uh, the combination of your personality and your upbringing, glowing personality, Shane. Kim said it. <laughs> Looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Your personality and your upbringing, and my 
<laughs> lack of upbringing, but lovely well, personality. My <laughs> my success in spite of oh, my upbringing. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. The adversity that I faced. I think we're gonna hopefully have some pretty decent kids. I just want to like them. We're I don't really gonna, care after that. I know. But that's that's yeah. a, that's the problem. You that you're worried you won't like no, them. No, that you've settled at liking them. Oh, because you know if I like you, then yeah, I keep I you want, around. Yeah. <laughs> My standards for friendship and stuff are pretty low too, because I'm like, do you amuse me? Excellent. Keep you around. I also want them to be <laughs> successful. I know. And be whole yeah. and be happy. Yeah, that's I all don't good want too. To, like there's but likable gets you a long way. If they're likable, well, it gets them a long way. I think we got a good path for Harper. Yeah, and Harper's the good. the. The photography and everything. Juniper is a crapshoot. She's gonna be. <sighs> she's gonna. I don't know. She's gonna be in jail or a lawyer. Yep, she's real proud of the lawyer part, and she thinks the jail thing's funny. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> like I'm not sure. I do know. I'm prepared to be disappointed. Oh, she's precious. No, I'll still love her. <laughs> Just <laughs> even if she goes to jail, it's fine. Yeah, no. she won't go to jail. She's a rule follower. Half the stuff she's ticked off about in class is because the other kids are bad. And then she's worried that the teacher, if she's even nice to those kids or, or polite, she's worried that the teacher will think that she's like in cahoots with them. And she doesn't want the teacher to think she thinks the way they do or acts the way they do. So she's very much, she's a rule follower enough that should keep her out of jail. Kept me out of jail. I was never close to jail, but yeah, if I ever got close to jail, I feel like my rule following would have kept me out or, I would have been really miserable in jail. Or <laughs> or I would have had a posse. This is and like, orange is a new black. You can't. You know, when I watch the jail things, I think that doesn't seem so bad. They don't do laundry, except for in those big machines, which pff, doing that kind of laundry is easy. Yeah, but that's your job. I know, it'd be fun. Like you're doing everybody's And then laundry. the rest of the time, I just read books and stuff. It'd be great. What's the last book you read? Um, the, Where the Crawdags Sing. Eh, no. Good for you. <laughs> but it's been like one of Do you know why seven. I read it? Because somebody Cause they was put about a movie. to put a movie Yep, because <laughs> Reese Witherspoon put a movie out, and I was like, oh, I should read that book. They usually say the book's That's better. That's the reason I read The book I read was better. Book. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, the book was better. But no, jail doesn't seem that bad. When I was I trying to get on back. Big Brother, mm. which they never contacted me back. That's not surprising, Shopper. and I'm happy about it. My video was fabulous. Yeah, I'm so happy that you didn't. <sighs> they still might. You don't know. Why? That. Because you're an adult. I know. Put childish They're all things adults. behind you. That's not childish. No, they are childish. It's the, the they, route to all of it. Like, I don't under... All of the people who get, like, Instagram famous, TikTok famous, it's a fluke. Half the time, none of them are talented. They just got lucky. Well, yeah. So luck, trying to get luck lucky. is a... So, but this is my going thing. Going back to poker, you'd rather be lucky poker? than skillful, right? We were never talking about poker. I, no, but... Uh, not going back. But <laughs> it, it is it is something that's said, right? You'd rather be lucky than skillful any day of the week. But because I don't necessarily think skills, I mean, skills do help, but a lot of them are just lucky. A majority of them are lucky. Yeah. Like, uh, Travis's wife is got skills. Like yeah, she's amazing. But the Jen chick, the, the, with her brother. Oh Jen? yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk crap now. Yeah. No, they just got, not, no, she admits, she readily yeah. admits she got it was lucky. Just a fluke. Video it was a random went, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She got lucky. And Go then back into Bourbon and Boca. They interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah. And like she, she admits, yeah, we just got lucky. She goes, it was the weirdest thing. They put, she put up this silly video of her brother, went to get an oil change. It was like, you know, you're sitting there and then she opens her phone scrolls and she had like an insane amount of likes and follows and it just blew up. Mm -hmm. And then she was smart enough to keep riding that train 
Um, now she works for like Harley Davidson as like social media or something like that. Oh, good for Which her. is cool, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but my thing is I don't want to be famous to be – like I don't want to be famous in that realm to be rich or – like it just seems like fun <laughs> and they get to meet fun people and, and it's like you meet more fun people me. it's more for the experience yeah i know you you want to do that me. to be amused i know just like i want to be on the radio they don't have to pay me if somebody would just give me a morning show and a microphone i would just i would have such a good time and i'd get to talk to people and they bring the kittens in and they talk to the kittens kittens don't talk back but still no, the cat just hit her butt on the microphone again but like the whole experience is what I enjoy. Even with photography, most of what I enjoy about it is the just with people and the kids and the, the whole like talking and meeting new people and the whole like experience of it. The pictures are fine. I do okay. I'm not a better photographer than 90% of the people here. I'm just fine. But I, I genuinely enjoy all the And here's where we go back into the it. exact, the, the last podcast is like, I want you to do both. You want me to want to do the dishes? I don't want to do the dishes. <laughs> Good uh, luck. Yeah, no, <laughs> Good no, I luck. want you to be happy and successful and benefiting our family. I am successful. No, you just... Success is defined personally. Yeah, yeah, I'm successful. Okay, I want you to be financially successful, right? I am. Not. I'm also dependa. So I've had some support. You've contributed. My to health care is paid for. They pay for our housing. Yeah. It's allowed me to be <laughs> a little less uh, goal oriented. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got a I've got a cushion to fall back on. Which is why you believe that you can go to that a perfect life would be to go to a radio station and not get paid and take away time. No, from. I mean I'll get paid. Like if they want to pay me, I'll happily take it. Yeah. I also But it's not a hill you're going to die on. I need you to die on that hill. I know my dad told me when I made that application, he's like, I was like, I would do this job for free. He's like, do not tell them that. So then in the interview, <laughs> you told him your dad told him not. <laughs> yeah. They were like, da, 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 da. And I was like, no, listen. This is my dream. I love this. I want to do this. You don't have to pay me. My dad told me not to tell you that, but here we are. And they both just laughed. Still didn't hire me. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Well, I'm not, I am traumatized I that, by it. I'm going to keep bugging them. Yeah, do that. No, my goal now is but that like, we'll no, just keep doing these podcasts. Three people will listen. But in the end, it's still a good example of being able to talk. And so I hope that they'll just be like, yeah, retired army guy, his wife who talks too much and has a her finger on the pulse of Clarksville army wives and stuff. We didn't really get, we're going to be on our own radio that, station. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have our own morning show or yeah. evening show or afternoon show. I'm not real picky about the time of day. I think we just do this because we like to do this. Well, that's true. I am. And then eventually it'll, but I'm just something. saying it's like a twofer. And if not, well, <laughs> it's a BOGO. We get to do this because <laughs> it's fun and we might get something else with it because we did it. It's not really a BOGO, but it's no, it's close. Anyway, I just need you to think about the uh, success portion <sighs> in a little bit better. Business. Yeah, like <laughs> success in like tangible things after mm -hmm. your happiness. <laughs> I know, but if they tell me I have to go to college, it's a hard no. No, don't we don't need to do if that. If they want me to write a paper, it's I can't. Uh, I couldn't do it. I would, I would go into so many other things. If no, we we're not. We so need far. to go. I'm yeah. hungry. 
There's a child barfing, a dog who keeps heavy breathing, and a cat whose butt has hit the microphone like four times. I love you. I love you too. Sometimes. Yeah. No, I love you all the time. I don't always like you. But we've had a good streak no, of me I liking think, you. Yeah. I think. Good times. I, I think we. Merry Christmas. <laughs> let's thank Betty Grahams for that. Uh, what? That saying, I love you, but I don't like you right now. Oh, I yeah. didn't know she invented it. Yeah. No, she told you that, and you've told me a hundred times. Yeah, because I mean it, I and think, it's true. Yeah, and I think it's appropriate at times. I know. Yeah. we got to teach our kids that one. Write it on the list. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, love you. Love Talk you. Later. <laughs> Bye. Love you all, too. All four of you.